When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We've got three things we think you need to hear today to be in the know on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 107.1. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. He's back. Hey. And this is your three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Okay, this, this was hilarious. Uh, when you really think about the whole story and what was actually happening. So these, these uh, anchors in Milwaukee are doing, you know, they're doing their morning show and they show a still, or they, they show one of the cameras, like a city cam looking over the city. And all of the sudden out of the sky comes all of these lights and they have no idea what it is. Could it be a UFO? Here's what was happening live on the air as they saw these unidentified flying objects. Are those fireworks? What is that? Like fireworks or something. Aliens? <laughs> I don't know. What the heck what is, is that? that? Am I? You see it, right? I'm actually, uh, yes, okay. I do see it. Okay. It's getting weirder by the second. I know. It's like um, they're sticking around. We're going to do some Anybody? digging and figure out what that is. Back in a moment. Are we rolling on that? What do you think that was? <laughs> Have you seen the video of this? I'm assuming, and I don't know the story. Is it? Are those drones? No. Interestingly, though, that like I think that's a that is a a good guess. Because they have those firework drones. Here's what they just. This is what they figured out, or this is at least the theory that they're putting together. Because another, um, another uh, remote crew was in another area of Milwaukee, and uh, somebody from the station called on them and said, "You got to like get roll tape on this. Like what's happening up in the sky? Well, where they were, there was a swarm of seagulls like in like just kind of like Holly, you weren't here yesterday, Bradley, but Holly had this happen with crows in her neighborhood, like the birds, like just everywhere, just all, all over the place. They are pretty sure that it was seagulls, uh, a flock of seagulls in the air that was sort of, uh, playing with the light coming out off the city, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that this was actually seagulls. Isn't that weird? It doesn't look like seagulls. Okay. Thank you. So that's, that's the other problem is that people on Reddit, 
and other places on the internet are saying, yeah, that doesn't look like the flight pattern of seagulls. Yeah, they're all going in different directions. It literally looks like fireworks. If you can imagine those fireworks that kind of explode and then um, kind of, I, they look like little tadpoles, I'll say. That's not what I was thinking. I was thinking... Yep, that. But they look like tadpoles kind of coming out of the sky. But they say, the experts say it probably is the seagulls. Seagulls. Isn't that weird? That's weird. Anyway. since they're bright, I don't understand how that works. But okay. What do I know? I I mean, yeah, what does anybody know? I I think that uh, if you haven't seen the video, it is totally worth checking out. And there is, uh, I put it up on our, on the Facebook front page of our website, mytalk1071.com earlier today. So you can take a peek at that. Uh, it is, and let us know. Do you think it's seagulls? Who knows? Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Oh man, this Ryan Seacrest uh, story has got legs um, and feet, frankly. And uh, there is a piece of the story that is odd about the fact that Ryan Seacrest asked his assistant to help him put his shoes on and then allegedly pulled her head into his crotchal region. Well, that came out interestingly in an awkward way on live with Reg- or with Kelly and Ryan yesterday. What is going on? Something, something, something pretty major is happening. <laughs> you know, when we stand up, it means something. Something. Do you know, I I was you ever you watch the news? Sweetie, do you want me to put your shoes back on uh, for you? In the break. You don't mind, do you? <laughs> no, we can no I just I just. I'm a mom. I can do that. No, but no, no, it's okay. They, listen, <laughs> somehow I have shoes that are too small, and so here's. Here's, here's what has to happen. Okay. Okay, so this is, I mean, it was just totally and completely awkward. So awkward. Uh-huh. Because, again, the whole crux of the, of the, um, the allegations, sent, part of them, center around his desire to have other people put his shoes on his feet. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know what Kelly was thinking. I'm sure if uh, it was not an intentional dig, because some people are trying to play this off as she intentionally is trying to throw digs at him. But this is just after she came out in support of him. This was yesterday, and then today was the day she came out in support of him. But I mean, right? I know she's going to come out in support of him. Why would she be throwing, you know, digs? Or at at the very least, it was just an awkward coincidence well and that's kind of what i'm thinking because they had just done prior to that segment they had done one with a treadmill so he'd had to take off the shoes he was wearing and put on another pair of shoes and he was still putting the shoes on as they came back from break and i you almost got the sense with her that she said it and as soon as it came out of her mouth she realized like oh maybe this is that was not now's not the time so she covers it with the mom thing and in any case, um, but again, like like we found out in the Dirt Alert update, she did talk openly about the allegations against him. So, yeah, and apparently very supportive. Yeah. And here it is behind door number one. Okay. Um, apparently, remember Michelle Bachman here locally was going to run for office. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, well, I'm going to ask God to tell me. And so then somebody rented a billboard and said, don't run. Mm-hmm. God, right? Mm-hmm. That was kind of a funny story because it's not every day that you hear people say like, "I ask God for a sign." Well, Michelle Bachman's not the only one that was asking God for a sign about whether or not he or she should run for political office. Apparently, Oprah did the very same thing. Let's have a listen to Oprah. She's talking about 
uh, something we've already discussed, but um, here you can actually hear her speak about it. I pay attention when you have that many people saying something. I thought, well, gee, I've never in my life ever, ever imagined that I would be in politics. And I've always said, no, 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 no. Am I supposed to at least look at that question? Because I had enough people, billionaires, calling me up saying, I can get you a billion dollars. I can run your campaign. And I actually went into prayer about it. Like, God, if you if you think I'm supposed to run, you got to tell me. And it has to be so clear that not even I could miss it. And I haven't gotten that. So she did not get the sign that she was looking for. I, I would also ask you, what what would that look like? Does the phone ring? Does like lightning, do seagulls uh, show up in the sky over Milwaukee? It's funny because the, there was one little part of that. Like the, the some of it I was like, oh, okay, person of faith. Like I get it. Like, you know, sure. Yeah. And I'm not talking about right. her faith. No. I just think it's interesting when politicians say out loud things like, you know, I was talking to God and like, give me a sign. I've got billionaires that want to give me their money. It was the piece. This was the piece where it fell off the rails for me was when she said that even I will know what that means. And I'm like, what is that? Like, I don't understand what that means. Yeah. Even I, the great Oprah. And maybe she wasn't saying it like that. I don't know. But that's the part that stuck out to me. Also, I just, I, you know, yeah. I think you are in perfectly entitled to have those thoughts. I think, you know, a lot of people do, and it's perfectly natural and uh, normal. But um, I, I also think that the reasons that she decided to run probably weren't because she didn't see some sort of obvious sign. It seems odd to me that you would put all of your... that. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, again, like you said, Bradley... People have all the beliefs and certainly, you know, I have my own personal beliefs. You have your own personal beliefs. We operate in that belief system the way that we do. And it doesn't necessarily always um, match what another person does. But it does seem odd to me that somebody would put all, put 100 percent of the decision making on something that she can't quite explain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, what if you did get the sign, Oprah, but you missed it? Yeah, well, and what if it wasn't, um, what if you misread it? Right. What if it was a sign saying, stop, yeah, go? Right. And then you did. I don't know. It just seems like, it also just seems like an awkward way to just, to let us into your, but it goes, you know, it's totally Oprah. Like, mm-hmm. she's very ooey-wooey when it comes to talking about things like that. Instead of saying, well, I didn't think, honestly... I could run for X, Y, and Z reasons. You know, it's there wasn't a bush burning in her backyard. Her very <laughs> and fancy backyard. Speaking in tongues. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is going to be here with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. The Instapot. I put a screen and and a towel over the Instapot so I don't even have to see it when I go down the basement stairs. Just the fact that it's there it's is giving me hives. Casey brought it upstairs in the box and he opened it and he showed me the book and I said, I don't even want to look at the book. It's like a young adult novel. Oh dear. Okay. I don't need a pressure cooker or a pressure washer or any pressure <laughs> devices. Then Casey well, said oh words to terrify me. He said, I don't want to give that away. I'll learn how to use it. Oh boy. And I'm like... <laughs> 
<laughs> no! There. I kind of like that he wanted to learn how to breathe. Oh, oh, oh over my dead body. Okay. <laughs> he can learn how to cook when I'm gone. Okay. All right. No. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese coming in hot with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. Hi. I was coming in hot. I had so much dirt to research, and then I forgot the time that I had to come and deliver it to you. But you I'm were buried here. in the dirt. I am here, yes. Uh, Tori Spelling. Yikes, guys. Something's not right. Something is not right. Apparently, uh, she is suffering. From some sort of mental breakdown. Uh, the police went to her home this morning after a 911 caller reported that to them. Law enforcement sources telling TMZ that the police are responding after the call came in around 7 a.m. Tori was being very aggressive, going through what one source describes as a nervous breakdown. Um, they were saying that weapons weren't involved, so there's nothing like that, but that it was serious enough that the caller felt they needed to call police. Is she... Am I remembering this correctly, or did I have a weird dream about this? Is she pregnant again? She's always pregnant, so that is a I know. legitimate thing. I don't think she... Wait. I think she is. Maybe she I is. I think that she... I think that this was a um, a blessing, baby. You know what I mean? Oh, One yeah. Of, like a, a surprise? Well, I think this is her fifth, then, with Dean McDonald. Yeah. I, you know what, though? Like I said, I could have been dreaming that. Yeah, Let me check. Uh, sources t- are telling TMZ that Tori called police Wednesday night because she thought someone was breaking into her house, but it turned out just to be her husband, Dean McDermott, coming mm-hmm. home. She did seem okay on Wednesday. She was hanging out with Corinne Olympios from The Bachelor. And then officers, um, multiple units have been going in and out of her neighborhood. Wow. Is she pregnant? She had, a, she had her, they had their fifth baby in April of 2017. Okay. Uh, and the headlines were all that that she's not ruling out going for another baby. Fascinating. Because remember, she almost died giving birth to one of them. Right. I mean, it was like really, really serious. And yeah. then, of course, there are all the financial implications, which are that these two, like, declare bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. They have no money. He doesn't pay child support for his other kids. And then, ugh. I, you know, obviously, I hope. I hope she's okay. I yeah, I, I wish for her too. safety. And but then you know you also think about those kids. All these babies. Yeah. Woof. Did you guys see Kelly and Ryan this morning? I didn't mm-hmm. see it, but we've heard the rumblings. Here it is. Something's not right. Son <laughs> boy. Okay, so we've been talking all week about these allegations against Ryan Seacrest. Mm-hmm. Variety magazine published a story with his accuser, this woman who worked as a stylist for him when he was at E, who says that. Over a period of a couple of years, he was very sexually aggressive with her, unwanted attention, and inappropriate things, okay? Mm -hmm. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. For his side, he says that she repeatedly asked him for money uh, to was he was she's essentially making up these allegations and was asking and was trying to get money out of him. Okay, then she fires back. No, that's not the case. Goes public with who she is to Variety. E News, for its part, had done an invest an internal investigation years ago, saying that no, there was no in, there, there was no evidence to show that this happened. Okay, now ABC apparently is in crisis mode because they've got him coming up as you know he's on Kelly and Ryan. American Idol. He's also then hosting the red carpet coverage for the Oscars for E. So uh, the story is from page six that these accusations have now sent E into crisis mode. They're trying to figure out if Ryan Seacrest can still do his job Mm -hmm. after rumblings that publicists are going to steer their actresses in particular away from doing interviews with Ryan Seacrest on the red carpet. Then you have his time on Kelly and Ryan. They have not addressed this situation until today where they didn't specifically address it. But Kelly Ripa This is like 16 minutes into the show. It's just as their host chat is wrapping up. And she says to Ryan, you are a privilege to work with. She says, I just want you to know that you are a privilege to work with. And I adore you. And I'm speaking on behalf of all of us here. I know what an easy, professional, great person you are. And I feel very, very lucky to work with you each and every day. This comes a day after she made a comment about tying his shoes Mm -hmm. for him, which Many people took as a dig against him. I didn't think it was a dig against him. I thought it was just something that they said because part of the accusations is that when this stylist was tying the shoes of Ryan Seacrest, he pushed his parts towards her Mm -hmm. and And her towards his his parts. parts. Exactly. Got it. I'm just curious because we've, you know, after all these conversations we've had over the last few months about, um, you know, the Me Too movement. I'm not sure that it's the smartest move to come out and talk about how supportive you are for a person in light of the fact that these particular allegations, like she doesn't have any connection to those allegations. This is exactly, it's so interesting that you say that because I was talking about it with my husband today because I had, I rewound it and had him watch that part. And he said, well, she, he said, she doesn't even know him from then. You know, this Mm -hmm. is what happens is there are people who have committed terrible crimes against women that doesn't mean they do that against all women Mm -hmm. and so i think you're in this situation i mean and we've the the complication that happens for women like nora o'donnell and gail king for example who never had a negative interaction with charlie rose Mm -hmm. so how do you love people that do bad things right i mean kelly ripa can love him even if he did these things she can support him i think it's a challenge right now to come out and just I, I guess that's her choice, though. She right. supports him, and she believes that he's telling. But I don't the truth. know what that means. What do you mean? Like, why are you supporting him? In what? Right? Like, right. so this woman made these allegations. You're saying you don't believe her. That's exactly what Kelly Ripa is saying. And yeah. then again, what's the benefit? Like, what are you giving Ryan Seacrest by saying that? And what are you getting yourself in return, mm-hmm. other than walking into the middle of something you are not qualified to speak on? And you know. If I think anything, she's in preservation mode of her show. Mm-hmm. I think it I comes, think, it's a very ding ding. Yeah, yeah. It's a self we have a winner. thing. Can I ask you a question in your Always. professional opinion? Yeah. Did you get the sense at all? Because like you said, it was at the end of that host chat. It yeah. seemed like they were wrapping up. Did you get the sense that she kind of went off, like went rogue on yeah. that? Yeah, I do. 
Yeah, okay. I d- definitely interesting. And I wonder what the response will be then of the producers who maybe didn't know that she was going to do that. And especially when she says, I'm speaking for everybody who works here. I know. Well, it's also could be a backhanded, you know, I mean, if she's not happy with him her way to say, like, I'm in control here. I think she is in control, but I think she is. I think she's happy with him. I think she really likes him and she loves this relationship. And she was very unhappy with Michael Strahan as her co-host and how the Michael Strahan thing ended. And I think she really loves Ryan. But I think they are this, they feel to me like this couple, the couple that you're at dinner with that's like all over each other, that's constantly like, oh my gosh, we're so in love, I'm so in love with you, where you just get this feeling that you're overcompensating for something. It's like a middle-aged man with a sports car. Mm -hmm. Sorry, guys. (laughs) But sometimes you look like you're you're overcompensating. Even though it might just be that this is the only time in your life you could afford a really expensive sports car. You always wanted it since you were a kid. But whatever. What's going to (laughs) happen... What's going to happen with The Bachelor, you guys, when the finale airs on Monday night and all the buzz is that he really chooses someone and then dumps her? Is that the buzz? Oh, so, yeah. See, because I just have not been plugged into The Bachelor. This is what the buzz is. And so there's all these stories about this, about that this is what apparently uh, they're they're talking about happens. And he has said, I'm ready for the backlash, which is causing people to throw back to when Jason Mesnick did the same thing in season 13. Mm. Remember when he proposed to uh, what's her name? And then he then broke up with her and then proposed to the other what's her name. See, they got married I, and they have kids. I feel like this bodes well for the reunion show though. Man. Mm-hmm. It's finally going to make Ari interesting. Okay. Thank you Elizabeth Reese. Now we need a caller for the 30 second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. You're going to have five questions to answer. If you get them right, you'll get a prize. My Talk 1071. Everything. I don't make monkeys. I just train them. Entertainment. 30 seconds to answer five questions. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize, but only at 1230 and only on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds. playing today colleen and what are they playing for we've got pam on the line and what's pam playing for halls pam's playing for a my talk 1071 goodie bag Woo-hoo. all right pam the timer will begin after i ask the first question are you ready i am here we go the cartoon character mr magoo has trouble doing what staying awake no try again um can i pass yes who is the mom of model Ireland Baldwin? Ooh, oh, oh, ah, uh, I can see her. Ah, blonde hair. She's in that movie with her gear. Getting closer. <laughs> Which rapper released the song "You Can't Touch This"? Uh, oh, I know this too. This is so easy when you're listening. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pam. Thank you for playing. Oh, Pam said what everybody feels, I think. It's so much easier when you're listening to it at home. It can be. Hard to do on the air. Now, let's uh, go through the questions and give the correct answers. All right. The cartoon character, Mr. Magoo, has trouble doing what? I had no idea. 
but it's seeing. Yeah, and then he tries to drive and gets in accidents. It's scary. Uh, who is the mom of Model Ireland Baldwin? Kim, and we would have accepted Basinger or Bassinger. And uh, which rapper released the song, You Can't Touch This? That would be uh, MC Hammer. And who plays the character Silent Bob? Kevin Smith. Thank you, Holly. And the row? The row? The row? Row? I don't know which one that is. Is The the row. The row is the fashion line of which celebrities? The Olsen twins. Mary-Kate and Ashley. Um, the Kevin Smith plays Silent Bob was totally a dig at me from yesterday because I was talking about Kevin Smith and completely detached myself from the fact that he played a role in his own movie. Oh. I know. True story. (sighs) So anyway, okay, well, when we're done with the 30-second pop culture challenge, we move along to a little mystery solving, and we do so in the form of... Blind items that Holly brings for us, and we call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Join me in the Blind Item Mystery Machine while we try to solve this blind item. Mr. Magoo. uh, Yes, with Mr. Magoo, but luckily I'm wearing my glasses so Mm -hmm. I can drive. Uh, We have to consider an A minus list, mostly movie actress. Okay. An A minus list, mostly movie actress. Here we go. This A-minus list, mostly movie actress who usually exclusively focuses on comedies, got her start in television. She wants to be in a new superhero movie, but part of any deal is she only has to do very, very limited press. She just has severe issues doing things like that or meeting the public. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to guess. No, Jennifer Aniston is what I was going to guess. But no. she's not A minus list. Yeah, she's A list. Yeah. Okay. A minus list, mostly movie actress who usually does comedies but got her start on television. Think about Can it. Can you give us yeah. a year that she would have been in television? 2000s. Okay. Last decade, maybe early this decade too. Is when she was in TV. Is mm-hmm. when she was in TV. Now she has transitioned to movies and she's done some pretty big ones. But she's also done a lot of independent movies. She wants to be a superhero. Well, she wants to be in a superhero movie, and she's known for being quite funny. Amy Schumer? Uh, This person's character (laughs) went all the way over to funny land. (laughs) Are including, but not limited to, Durgit Lady? (gasps) Kristen Wiig? Weird. Okay. What kind of... uh, All right, read the blind item. All right, here we go. Kristen Wiig... Wants to be in a new superhero movie, but part of any deal is she only has to do very, very limited press. She just has severe issues doing things like that or meeting the public. That is so. What does that last piece mean? That she just doesn't like to do the interview portion. She doesn't like. She to, doesn't like people. She just wants to. She oh, doesn't. Or she just yeah. has like anxiety issues yeah. or something. Maybe. Huh. Well, she's being considered for the villain role in Wonder Woman 2. And apparently she really wants to do this movie, but one of her caveats is that she doesn't want to do any press for the movie, which might be a big problem with such a huge movie like Wonder Woman 2. I don't, I feel like that, I mean, that would set an interesting precedent if she got that deal to go through. Might be a little tough. Was that, that one was not confirmed or was That was not confirmed. It right. was not confirmed. However, the casting headlines are from yesterday afternoon. Uh-huh. Moving on. Okay. Blinded by the item. 
All right. Let's do um let's do a, a revealed blind item. So this was just published but moments ago on crazydaysandnights.net. So this is a confirmed blind item. Let's go. It was first published on February 19th of this year. The meth use has doubled or even tripled for that illiterate rocker in the past week. This is going to lead to a death or a spectacular breakdown. I wonder if he it he will bring down that A plus list mostly movie actor with him or spill some dirt on that for a former A minus list mostly movie actress to whom he was once close. So we have three people, the illiterate rocker, mm. the A plus list mostly movie actor and a former A minus list mostly movie actress. Three people in this blind item. That we need to consider, which has been confirmed by CrazyDaysNights.net. How old is the illiterate meth rocker? Um, I, I want to say late forties, mm. late forties, early fifties, and the A plus list mostly movie actor, early fifties. Was this person? Were they married to the person? No, any, anybody? No. no, but I believe the illiterate. Meth rocker, as Bradley likes to say, uh, was engaged to the former A minus list, mostly movie actress. They were together. They were a public couple. They made a very, very memorable red carpet appearance at the MTV Movie Awards back in the day. Her outfit made headlines because there wasn't a lot of it. Who uh, is she blonde? She's also been in the headlines a lot herself lately. For none of these reasons. She has her own movement, if you will. Oh, oh, yeah. I know this one. Marilyn Manson. And uh, oh, Rose, Rose McGowan. McGowan. I don't and know who the actor the is. A-plus. Charlie Sheen. Think of Marilyn Manson's actor BFF. I mean, I do not know enough about Marilyn Manson to know. Think of an A-plus mostly movie actor who had a bad couple of years. He was not nice. To a particular person in his life. It's hard. It's not that hard, Colleen. It's right in front of your face. I know, but it's going to be so much easier when you just tell uh, me the what's answer. The connection oh, between... for crying, crying out loud, it's Johnny Depp. Oh, sure. Oh, okay. okay. Oh. I did not realize they were such good friends. Okay. Yeah. All right, so reread that. Yeah. All right. That meth use has doubled or even tripled for Marilyn Manson in the past week. This was late February. This is going to lead to a death or a spectacular breakdown. I wonder if Marilyn Manson will bring down Johnny Depp with him or spill some dirt on Rose McGowan. So we don't know. Um, He was, you're right, he was engaged at one point to uh, Rose McGowan. And I wanted to say that there was... I feel like he was in headlines again recently for some strange behavior. Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. Manson. Yeah, on stage. Well, oh, remember that's what it was. La- well, remember yes. last year, a giant prop gun fell on Marilyn mm-hmm. Manson during a concert. And I think maybe within the past couple months, he also had some unsavory stage behavior. Uh, yeah, I feel like there was like a rant uh, that, that happened during a concert yes. live. And it left people kind of wondering. Oh, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Let's do one more. Please. Oh, one more. Maybe. Okay, why not? Yeah. Thank you. All right. This is unconfirmed. A blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. We have to think of an A-list country singer and her longtime boyfriend. Okay. An A-list country singer and her longtime boyfriend. Apparently, more drinking and a hookup with a guitar player led to the split of this A-list country singer and her longtime boyfriend. 
Mm. Is it the ex-wife of Blake Shelton? Her name is Miranda Lambert. And her boyfriend's name is Johnny McGillicuddy. I don't know. I can't remember her boyfriend's name. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Anderson East. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what that is. Those are words. Okay, yes. So it's a name? Yes. It sounds like a like neighborhood in Chicago. I'm in <laughs> that Anderson could very East well area. also be the case. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Can you read that one again? All right. Filled, so, in, filled in blanks. Yes, I can. Apparently, more drinking and a hookup with a guitar player led to the split of Miranda Lambert and Anderson East. Which is interesting because there were always rumors that his, her, their marriage, her marriage to Blake Shelton, broke up because of wandering um, things. Eyeballs. And, and, and others. Well, and things were following. Eyes, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Holly, for bringing us hmm. those very savory blind items. A bit of everything. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley Trainer has had a little taste of uh, Hollywood fame. Uh, he was out of town shooting a commercial, and I want to know all about what that was like for you. Will you tell us? But of course. Wonderful. We'll do that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. Disney World is twice as big. Oh, it's twice, wow. as, twice wow. as big. Wow, no Isn't wonder there's so many things that go on in those tunnels. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, there's no. got to be an angle. No, don't you remember the Vanity Fair expose yes. about all of the things? And- Snow White, what she's doing with Dumpy yeah. or Doopy or whatever. <laughs> Dumpy or Doopy. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. The radio home of celebrating celebrity. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Yesterday, and you got to have an experience that probably the majority of the people in the world don't get to have on a regular basis or ever at all. Uh, that's what we're talking about on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And that experience that you had, Bradley, was. Um, yeah, so California Closets, you know I love California Closets, and I've um, had a relationship with them for years, and they had a contest last year uh, that Jamie and I entered. Uh, basically, they asked us why we love our California Closets, um, so we did a like submission video and sent it in, 
and uh, they apparently liked our story. So then they uh, actually this happened last year where they said, we'd love for you to come out and shoot this commercial as a part of a series we're doing about why people love their their, uh, you know, their California closets. So we were not able to do it last year because of scheduling. Um, and so then they asked us to reenter again this year. And uh, so we were finally able to do it. So, it, you know, it's not every day you get to fly out to LA on somebody else's dime. Right. Have some fun. And then in the morning you like you sent me or you told me I think the day before you were like hair and makeup is at seven. So like what is the experience? How do you how do you do it's this? It's not well I mean it's anything but glamorous. But the, the first of all the um the takeaway was everybody was super nice and very helpful and we could not have asked for a better group of people to work with. I mean, there were probably 20 some people um, in this. Essentially, it was all filmed in a home in a part of um, L.A. And so we just took an Uber to the house. There was a camera crew. There's hair and makeup. They've got all sorts of photographers and lighting people. And and um, we were one of a number of people that were coming in that day to, to sort of share their story. So then we just sat down and had a conversation with... Um, the director about why we loved our California closets. They got a bunch of stuff on film and we took some, you know, shots around the house. I mean, again, it's not our house. It Mm -hmm. was a much nicer house than anything we would live in. Um, But yeah. So, and again, they, you know, they covered the cost of everything. So we had a beautiful night stay in a hotel and um, not too far from where the video shoot was. And then, um, I mean, it was super quick. We were back on a plane yesterday afternoon and got home late last night. How long did it, how long did the shoot itself take? Um, I would say all told we were there, I think from eight until about noon. So just about four hours. I mean, super in and out, but, um, you know, getting there and all that stuff took a little bit more time and when do we get to see this commercial i don't know um it sounds like pretty soon so when i find out i'll you know maybe we'll post it or something like that but um i think it'll be maybe sometime in march so i don't know how long it takes to do all the editing and stuff like that and again they had more than uh just the two of us there were a number of other couples flying in from all over it's so funny to me because this is like a national commercial meaning it won't just be aired and viewed here yeah. in the Twin and Cities. And I don't know where it'll air, but presumably some sort of... I know the campaign they did last year ran on like the DIY network and stuff like that. Obviously, places where you'd want people to think about California closets. That's so awesome. Yeah. You're going to you're gonna be in everybody's living room. Well, aren't you lucky? Was it kind of um, weird slash nice to go from 35 inches of fallen snow and winter to California. Um, it was it was probably between 35 and 40 degrees when we woke up on Friday morning. So I don't know that it was very different. I was actually surprised at Wait, how you mean yesterday it was 35 degrees in LA. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, it got up to like 60 I think that day and um th- they were saying that's like a cold snap, which is unusual, but we we thought, "Oh, great. We came out here for all this beautiful weather." But, you know, 65 is nothing to laugh at, so it was nice to enjoy that at least to be standing outside not wearing a coat for 24 hours. Isn't it nice. weird how like that is a thing that makes the difference? <clears throat> oh, for sure. When we're so used to and just the bundling sun. up you know, right? radiating on your skin is a great feeling. Well, I'm excited for, I'm excited to see what It'll the results fun. of that yeah. were. And I'm glad to have you back. Okay. I have to tell you some news. This is, I believe is very exciting news. What's that? Okay. Yesterday during the show, 
I got a text from my husband. It said the following, and I quote, it said, have you seen the Toto announcement? Toto as in Africa, as As in Toto Request Live? Toto Request Live. Okay. They've announced a U.S. tour, but it's not coming here. However, wait, what? They will be announcing other shows. Oh, so it's going to be in the U.S., just okay. not in the Twin Cities. Well, so far. So they have announced dates in the U.S. Okay. We have dates all the way through the month of August. The final date that they've released is in Kansas City, Missouri on August 21st. Okay. This to me feels like they're making their way to the Midwest. So I'm going to lay out. Well, yeah, if you look at it, it says Seattle, yes. Portland, L.A., yes. Colorado, Texas, Nashville. Yes. Well, Nashville's a little bit further east, but um, Kansas City. Atlanta and then Kansas City. And I was all excited about this because I'm like, look at this is happening. They're coming here. We have a chance. And Holly, would you like to share your emotions, oh, Holly? pee on it? Well, somebody has to pee on it. Why? Because they're not booked here. Yet. Yet. How do you know yet? Well, I mean, we don't well, know. Well, there's no East Coast dates yet, so yeah. don't you think it's possible yeah. they'll add dates? Mm-hmm. See? Someone has to remain skeptical. A realist, if you will, somebody, in the world. Does someone? Yes. Really? Yes. Really? Like, really? That's, that's the hill you're going to uh, plant your flagpole in? Absolutely. Right at the top. Going to flag it. Going to say rock and roll realist. It believe hurts. It, you're, believe you're telling it me that Toto's going to perform in Portland, Seattle, L.A., Denver, Austin, but not Chicago, Boston. I mean, real New talk. City, if they go to Chicago, Atlanta. we're going to Chicago. See, if that's, that's the closest that's where, we can get, that's where we're my going. skepticism rose because they weren't playing Chicago, and Chicago usually is a step to Minneapolis. Yeah, but there's nothing on the East Coast, so I I just think maybe that's the first leg of the U.S. tour. I'm feeling September. I'm feeling September, maybe October, we're going to get some Toto. All right. I am totally excited. (laughs) It's totally possible. It's totally possible. Well, did anybody do any digging to see if they're planning on adding? Well, my, my husband just said they are going to be announcing more U.S. dates, which to me says... That it's still possible. It's an unknown, but it's a possibility. And I also am curious. I'd like to understand better. Um, okay, so I, I'm just looking at okay. the the places where they're what, where they're playing. Uh, I, there's an article from AXS, <clears throat> which isn't that one of the ticket companies or mm-hmm. something, tour companies maybe, um, from March of 2017 that gives some dates for their updated. 2017 to oh that's where they performed last year total apparently did they apparently they did last year um this may poke some holes in your theory they did do a 2017 uh world tour and all of those were east coast well okay so maybe all of these are west coast but we're here too I'm just saying they did they they didn't play Chicago, but they did play St. Charles, Illinois. So I don't know. I'm gonna hold out hope, you guys. Fingers if crossed. One person has totally to be the, up in the air. Exactly. I'm totally hoping. All right. When we come back, we're gonna convene the Bad Moms Club. I've got a theme this week. I would love to hear 
from parents about their experience when they told their kids about the birds and the bees. Did you get any weird responses? Did anything go completely awry? 651 My Talk 1071. Everything. You're going to Hollywood. Entertainment.